This is Mom Squad Pod, your weekly update on tips, tricks, and all things parenting with Maureen Kyle.
What is a good fixer upper? And then what's a fixer upper that is just like, okay, no, this is not, <laughs> this is too much or too much work. Like where, yeah. where is that boundary? That's a good question. I mean, there's nothing that we can't handle from a construction standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I would never say, oh, this house is too far for us. It's beyond, but you know, when it gets into some foundation issues, sometimes, you know, from a budget perspective, it might be better to just tear that house down and build something custom from scratch. So we do run into that, but um, the older the home is and the more outdated it is, the, the lower point we could purchase it for. And then it allows us a larger budget to do the renovation. So in that point, sometimes the more outdated and the more renovation it needs, the more we can, you know, we can update the whole house so and I keep hearing about prices and I'm sure you're running into it and you're seeing it in real time. So um, mm -hmm. there's when 
I know I always hear about like HGTVs, um, you know, the, sometimes the budget that they say on there, you know, like they renovate a kitchen for 30 grand and then people get the sticker shock when you're there in person, like, oh, no, yeah. you can't gut a kitchen for 30 grand with prices the way they are now, what are you seeing? And like, what's a realistic budget if somebody is considering this? Right. I think that there are definitely some kitchens that you could do for 50,000, no doubt. Um, I think the kitchens that our clients want though are, are more in the hundred thousand dollar range. You know, we're mm -hmm. taking walls out, we're opening things up. Um, so I would say, you know, without saying specific numbers, I would say a hundred thousand dollars is more. And I know, I know that sounds outrageous, but that's more of a realistic number for kitchen. Um, especially the kitchen with, you know, high end, um, stone tops and the courts that people want and the, all the amenities in the kitchen and so forth. So higher end appliances. With, um, I've, I've even heard stories about, you know, I ordered my appliances now and they said it'll ship in February. Yes. You're seeing that kind of delay with yeah. um, especially it's, appliances? It's gotten better though. And we're planning the, the renovation more around the lead time. So before we would, we wouldn't have to order appliances right out of the gate. We would just wait until, you know, when we need them pretty much, you know, we could just count on getting appliances with a two week lead time. So now kitchen cabinets, um, windows, appliances, those types of things. The minute we know that we're doing the project, we're ordering those things right out of the gate so that when, when it comes time in the um, construction process that we need them, they're there when we need them. So we're, we're planning, no more planning. It's kind of like a different workflow for yeah. all of this, isn't it? Yeah. Just more planning. And the more we know and the more that we prepare for things, then the less likely that we'll be in a spot where, so, but before, I mean, we'd have a four week or eight week lead time on kitchen cabinets. And, you know, once we started the project, we would just order them and they would kind of, they would just be ready when we needed them. But now we're having to do a little bit more planning up front. Some lead times are six weeks. Sometimes they're a little bit longer. We're just ordering them a lot earlier in the process. So what are some of the things that you're hearing from <clears throat> your clients that they absolutely want? Like, are we still hot on kitchens and bathrooms? Are there other rooms or other trends that you're hearing people say they want lately? Right. Um, kitchens and bathrooms are always the big items, you know, and they're also the items that get you the most value. You know, you were asking about that. what are the items that we can increase value? Definitely kitchens, bathrooms. Um, I would say the other big items, though, um, are the work from home spaces. For sure, people are like, hey, I'm going to be working from home now. I need a space. And so that could be either somewhere in the home already or we're adding additions on so that's being incorporated into the new um, floor plan I would say master suites are a big thing so not just hey I want another bathroom but um, for growing families people want a place that they can go and retreat to so and that's a great way to do it you know they want to have a master suite with an ensuite bathroom and so yeah um, do you think that's a COVID thing? Like, did that happen because we were all kind of stuck inside and, and parents were trying to retreat somewhere and couldn't, you know, you had to find an office yeah. and a background for your Zoom or, yeah. or was this happening before? 
Um, it's a little bit of both. So I think we did see a big spike in, um, what's the right word? We saw a big spike in interest from people that want to invest more in their home. That for sure, because people are spending more time in their home. And so now they're looking at it going, you know, we, we, we want to make our home nice. And so that definitely was a result from being at home more from, from COVID. Um, HGTV also plays into that a lot. So the master suite is a big thing I, that people are getting from HGTV. Um, but the work from home space and just the general want to update and invest more in our home and make it feel like the way we want it to feel. And uh, we want it to function better. So they're starting to think about, oh, I need a mud room off the back so that when we come in, we've got a place for coats and put our shoes and stuff like that. So yeah. um, it's a combination. What, what is it about the master suite? Like what are the amenities that, that couples are looking for? I would say just something that's a little bit more grand as far as the bedrooms concerned. So maybe vaulted ceilings or um, a feature wall in the bedroom. And then the big add-ons are the actual ensuite bathroom where you know, you've got a soaker tub or a really nice custom shower, um, those types of things, nice big vanities, place for storage. Um, and then, you know, if you really wanted to go you know, keep on adding to that. It would be, you know, custom showers, like with steam showers and body sprayers, rain head shower heads. Um, and then the other component to the master suite is the walk-in closet and just for storage systems and just a nice place to have all your clothes and be organized. Are there any, you mentioned mudrooms, but there, are there any other spaces, um, big or small, that you're noticing people are asking for or or little details like that you know sure. you really want you know a certain cabinet or a certain place of storage yep. or something. Um, I would say as far as rooms or functionality, I would think that people are also asking to bring their laundry up from the basement. And so if we are adding an addition on and we're adding that mud room, we're also creating the laundry um, area. People with pets are asking for, hey, can we put a dog wash in? You know, these are just really cool new things that people are asking for. They see it on TV or they see us doing them in other projects. And so um, the dog wash has really been something that's been going in pretty frequently. So um, with all of these, um, you know, people want to update their house and, and I feel like these are big trends and we're seeing a lot of Pinterest pictures and and TV shows that are that are yep. showing all of this. And then we have the hard part of at the same time, you know, the economy's in flux and supply chain issues. Are there, I, I know this because we've gone through it and friends have gone through it. I didn't realize how many loan products there were to help people be, be able to afford these things. Do you notice the, yeah. that there's sort of like these secret loan products that the bank, you know, doesn't really- Yep. They're not secret for us. I mean, we work with them all the time, but um, for, yeah, we do get that question a lot. It's, um, hey, what kind of financing do I need to get? Or is there a special loan or, and a lot of the lenders offer products or, or similar products for doing what we do, which is a purchase and a renovation. And that's all wrapped up into one loan. Um, 
And the appraisal that they do on that home is not the value of the home as it sits. It's always the value of the home after our renovation is done. So you don't have to really worry, oh, is the house going to appraise or is it worth that amount of money today? And that's the good thing is, is with our estimates and with our drawings and our architecture drawings and everything that we provide to the bank, the estimate and the appraisal is, is based on what it's going to be worth when we're done. So that's a really big benefit. And it's also allowing our, our clients to get equity in their homes too, because we're creating things in the marketplace that don't really exist where you have these um, high-end homes that are renovated in areas where there's not a lot of other homes that, that are renovated to this level. So um, not to get off topic though, the, the lending. So there's a lot of lenders that offer products for renovation. And the reason why we stick to specific partners when we're talking about this loan type is because we want to work with a lender that does a lot of these loans regularly. And so when you call, you know, I, I do work with a lot of lenders and different ones that don't work with all the time. But the issue with that seems to be, hey, hold on a minute. I got to go ask. I don't know that. I don't know that. Or, you know, they're just a little bit rusty. Yeah. Versus if you work with a lender that we, we've partnered with, um, it's, it's like a well-oiled machine. They know exactly what's going on. They do a lot of them all the time. And so those are typically the lenders that we try to work with over and over so that it's a smooth process for us. It's a smooth process for our clients. And um, we don't have to worry about potential mistakes. Yeah. I always feel like anybody who's actually considering this, like it's, it's a big advance, investment and you don't want to have to turn around and rip something out 10, 15 years from now because you picked something super trendy or something right. that was like, oh, why did I do that? Are there any um, materials, like when we're talking flooring, tile, I, I think those are the big ones, um, cabinet trends. Yeah. What do you see has the most staying power? Like if somebody is going, okay, I found the money, yeah. I'm going to do this, but you don't want to do it again <laughs> you sure. know, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone has their own taste course and, you know, what I like may not be what somebody else likes, right. but I can tell you um, from my personal opinion that things that are very traditional and classic um, tend to withstand time. Mm -hmm. And so we generally will lean towards more classic traditional type of finishes and materials, but you want to have that little bit of edge. So yeah. we want to help you bring it forward a little bit and kind of be more trendy, if you will, or more, uh, what's the right word, more current. Mm -hmm. And so not trendy, but we want it to be current. So we're adding in different elements. Maybe it might be a light fixture, or it might be a tile backsplash or something like that, um, a paint color. Those types of things are could be easily swapped out and are, you know, you could keep continuing to be current by swapping those items out. But the more classic you can keep things and the more traditional, I think those will last longer. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of neighborhoods in Northeast Ohio have that feel anyway, um, that traditional oh, yeah, feel. Sure. And, and around here, I mean, the character that you find in some of these houses, yep. is that a good launching point where, where somebody might be thinking, 
I just feel like the sprawl is, is happening and people I've talked to who are looking for new homes, they don't want to be an hour from, from work or 40 minutes right. from work, but then the options are renovating a new home. But um, I feel like Cleveland has some great neighborhoods and wonderful and, and yep. character. It's bringing people back in closer to the city too. So we do have a lot of clients that call us and say, hey, we live in a further, you know, an outer suburb or however you want to term that. And they, we feel disconnected, feel like we're far away from our friends. We're far away from our families. We're, and they, they, you know, I just talked client this week, they live um, in an outer suburb and they want to get back into, you know, closer to the city. And so, but they want the amenities of the new homes that are built, that are being built. So we're trying to recreate the extra space, the extra it feels like a new home when you're in it, but it was built 50 to 100 years ago. So there you go. Those are the trends that he's seeing, um, especially, I think, the first Zillow and Hoobies home renovation. Um, so they're on Instagram, and then you see these beautiful spaces and people that, you know, ideas about, ooh, I really would love that kind of closet, or I'd love that kind of bathroom. So do you have any dream projects? I mean, when you look at these these Pinterest boards and um, Instagram accounts, do you see any of these spaces? Uh, I mean, honestly, every place I look, I'm like, I don't know how to have an exact way to put this, but I will. Uh -huh. I would manifest it. I would love a house that is in downtown New York that has lots of little towns. So um, the house that we're in now is old. I can't put it back. Uh -huh. Yeah, but it's a very quick different place to my hubby with the little corner shop and stuff like that. Yeah. That has lots of amenities. I just feel like it needs I just a big spacious kitchen on the island. But you know, something that you said earlier, um, so in my case, I could see myself definitely having a house that's a fixer upper because you have to be right for a flipping house. You're in a good spot. <laughs> I'm in a good spot. But then you have to wonder Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Mom Squad Pod with Maureen Kyle from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.